Welcome to D&D Indeed, the dinner party role-playing podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master James Gressel. With me today are the fun people. Say hi, fun people. Hi! hi. We're so excited to be here. It's been so long. I've missed this so long, much. It's oh been God. a long time. We just instantly wake up the dogs. They all just <laughs> sat up. Why do... Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you could hear me or not. But you can. I'm here. <laughs> yeah, that would have woken up the dogs. One thing or... One, 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 yeah. It was April 29th, the last time we recorded. April 29th, 1992. Almost two months. It was like par- he did a parody. Yeah, We're yeah. going to get demonetized. Because no, it's saying. parody. It's fair use. And I don't think, I don't think the podcast um, boss can demonetize us. Yeah, podcast boss. Come fucking fight us. Well, you just swore. Now we're going to get demonetized again. No. <laughs> you're we'd, allowed. Be in, we'd be in big trouble if that uh, were true. F-words are, will only demonetize you if they're in the first seven seconds. Mm-hmm. Only, really? They yeah. weren't? Or if they are in a majority of the sentences you say, meaning over 50%. So we're good on, um, we're good on fucking swearing. Yeah, I think we're good. I That'd think we're good You have to really goal. try. Yeah. That yeah. Over 50% is a lot. That's yeah. a lot. However, a single C word demonetized. Oh, as we learned from my kill count. Yep. Had to oh, go back oh. and censor it. Really? Oh. It's a terrible word. That is I, not like, fair we to talk- the Brits and the Australians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's I what agree. I said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that word's cute. I think it's the <laughs> single best swear word possible. It is, it is very because funny. Because it's still the hard K sound is very good. Well, it's also the only one that's still shocking to use, but like not big. But then people go, well, well, why though? You know? What do you mean? Why is it shocking? Yeah, like I understand why all the other ones are shocking, but then this one, I'm like, I don't know. But that's a me thing. Don't worry about it. It's a me. <laughs> it's a me a thing. Uh, hello. <laughs> Demonetized. Immediately. That's funny. It has been quite some time. Uh, but we're here and yeah, we have another dog now. Mm-hmm. That's how long that it's been. <laughs> yeah. There's a third dog in the room. Kipper. Is he sleeping? He's yes, sleeping. Finally. He's on my desk right now. Stay the fuck asleep. He's sleeping. If you guys hear a, a puppy sometime in the podcast, go, ooh, that's him. In between last month, we, uh, we, we spent some time to celebrate our fifth anniversary, uh, which, was, which was fun. Uh, I hope it was fun for you. It was, I, I, I put out the first episode again. A couple weeks ago, oh. the, first episode? the very first episode Whoa. I did a re-release. Oh yeah, because yeah. like we were pronouncing Zavis all yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, we were saying Zavis. I don't like it. Oh, we added new like special Zavis. effects, and Boba Fett died in in the pit rather than an actual. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a total remaster. Total remaster. More dobacks. <laughs> more, way more dobacks. Yeah, it's been fun. My voice is different now, so I I had to go and re-record all my lines. That's what that was for. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I was, was wondering. Yeah. yeah, it was it was fun though to to. Listen to the first episode again. It was wild. There, there was some. It, it's fun the things that are like still part of the show, and it's fun the things that we immediately were like no, <laughs> and the stuff that like you guys were immediately like no. <laughs> I can smell my focaccia, and I want to make sure it doesn't burn. It just smells so good. It smells I, so damn good. It smells <laughs> amazing in here. It smells really good. When uh, this is another difference between the first episode and now. Back then, we would eat first, and then we would play. And now, Gressel makes us wait. <laughs> <laughs> and just smell. Back then, we also, we recorded dinner that first time. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. And uh, that, was, that was dumb. That was a dumb idea. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't really work. So, um, 
but it was an idea and we tried it and that's that's how you, you figure things out yeah. yeah that is the mind of that's the way the creative process goes yep um but it was we did I, I we did pizzas i've gotten a lot better at making pizzas since then i like to think um and i yes no empirically that i am better at storytelling than i was back then. <laughs> But yeah, it was fun to look back. It was really amazing to listen to all the incredible things that all of you or a bunch of you submitted to uh, be part of the fan stories episode from last week. Um, that was just like, I, I literally cannot find the words to describe what that was like to listen to all of those. It, it was like a, a physical reaction. It was it was incredible. We'll be listening to that while we're eating. Uh, yeah, Maybe. we can if you want. I'd um, like to listen to that. Yeah, you def at least the last one. Yep, I heard about this last one. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, it was uh, <laughs> it, it's pretty incredible what what uh, a lot of you said and, and um, just very very uh, grateful for that. Truly though, even though I'm struggling to find the words, it was really awesome and and. Um, cool things to hear so thank you guys thank you everybody who listens and who submitted stuff the people who sent text mess like like emails without an audio recording in um thank you for doing that uh i've read them and appreciate them and i'm gonna try to respond to those as well so uh thanks to everybody who sent stuff in who, that didn't make it to the show uh and everybody who did and everybody who listens in general thank you um the next Half decade of the show begins now. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. I um, wonder how many dogs we'll have in another five years. Uh -huh. oh my God. Oh well, my you're God. you're on track <laughs> for four at least. Wait, we're doing this for another five. Pack. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have babies. We're gonna have kindergartens. We're gonna have. Oh God! You're gonna own you a kindergarten. Do, is yeah. there something you want to tell us if you're gonna have a kindergartner in five years? No. Uh, what I was gonna say is uh, you can find Beth and I at San Diego Comic Con uh, <laughs> this year, 2023. Baron. Sewed <laughs> 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 <Sewed> up. <laughs> uh, that's horrible. No, I don't have anything to say about that. We, uh, we're not gonna. No. <laughs> Mike's gonna talk in two later Shit, yeah. Every day <laughs> It's like tonight and I'm like Michael Baby Michael Baby Michael <laughs> Michael Yes as Beth said we are going to have dinner after we record It's spaghetti It's spaghetti It's spaghetti um, It's spaghetti <laughs> and it's spritz I did not get stuff for you lied to me. Oh, no. no. You said it was spritz and spaghetti. No, Don't we have, have that, lem that like lemon drink a tree? that you bought? Is there it's a, a tree? lemon soda. It's not oh. alcoholic, right? Yeah, I know. It might still be tasty. You want lemon soda? Can we make shitty Very spritz? Italian. I kind of want one now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could do... That's another thing about the first couple episodes is we were all drinking beers. Oh, we were all drinking. Those all first drinking. few. Yeah, oh, and yeah. I apologize to everyone. I have since apologized about that. Uh, when I drink and record the podcast, I decide that I'm the one who's going to talk the whole time. <laughs> well, I, that was that was half of us, at least. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I get tired when I drink now, so yeah. Uh, there, there was a yeah. There were yeah. There was a lot more alcohol at the beginning, um, <laughs> but you know we were we were. I think we were still when we started recording. I think we were still actively doing drunk Disney. I think it was the I, end. Yeah. I think it was, think it was the, the very, last very stretch. End. Yeah, that's what killed it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, dead meats will dead, kill them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
and aging. (laughs) (laughs) I was talking about this online about how sometimes I have a hard time thinking about making new video content because of the history, the last 10 years of doing stuff online in the different ways that I have both with you guys alone. Um, And I've decided that I'm not going to address it. I'm just going to be like, that Beth's dead. She's dead. And this is the new Beth. So don't worry about the her. Old, what is rem- it? The old Taylor yeah, can't old come to the phone right now. Right. <laughs> yep. She's dead. People will be like, where are your birds? I don't know. She's dead. Everything's... <laughs> oh, I've got dogs oh, yeah. now. You know? They've transformed. Bird yeah. Bird, you, that bird should be the bit. Yeah. That they've That the morphed. birds transformed yeah. into yeah. Dogs? dogs? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> new space. Mm-hmm. New animals. Yeah. No, you're, you're like... You're, it's, the, it's the gritty reboot. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Dark energy. And she's like sexy now and smarter. I oh, like that. and our art's really good, and everybody likes her. There you, I, you know what? I like this pitch. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. New Beth. This, this, new is, Beth a, here. this is a Beth for the modern era. <laughs> <laughs> In 10 minutes, I'm going to take the focaccia out, and it looks fucking awesome. You did it, man. You made a, you made a finger bread. Oh, uh, I have a tendency on this show. I'm sure you guys won't disagree to sometimes uh, do some chefy bullshit. And <laughs> today I'm making red sauce and meatballs and spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm very, very excited about it. And uh, I think it's going to be very, very delicious. I would like everybody to know that when he says spaghetti, he ain't talking like he went to Maya's and bought some spaghetti. He made the pasta. I walked into the <laughs> well, kitchen sure. and he's got it draped. Well, sure. He's, he's got it beautifully draped across a, a pasta drying rack. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Wait first. Yeah, it, it should be good. <laughs> I, I am excited. I'm top tier home like, chef. Do, do we just not James Gressel. play and eat pasta? No. We have to. We need content. Do it for Fletcher. Do it for him. Do it for him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to have spaghetti and meatballs later. Oh, but speaking of chefy bullshit, I am going to make a dessert with some molecular gastronomy elements. Really? So, yeah. <laughs> oh, don't tell me. I, I just want to eat it. Yeah. So <laughs> that will be fun as well. So we are going to get back into uh, the story now before we... Um, get any more uh distracted and we are going to continue the back half of season five not really half i don't know how much is left but i think it's less than half we'll see so last we left you guys off you had escaped uh prince cedric's hidden mountain lair and you discovered that he was behind not only uh the mysterious cult but he is the the eponymous professor. Well, he was the one pulling all of these strings of all the bad stuff that was happening up in Didgerdon, and he has been trying to enter this mysterious cave in the mountains, but he could not do it. He was trying to obtain some halfling blood in order to do so, and it turns out that blood belonged to Margarine. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> Margarine opened that door. There was a big confrontation at the at the precipice, and Marjorie opened the door. Remind me how I did that with your with your blood. I think it was a classic cut, cut the hand, hand, put it on the, the thing, wall. Magic happens. Okay. Yes. Wait. So Cedric, the like shitty brother, yeah. was the professor that Mike got drunk with. No, he was that. It was. <laughs> 
in hindsight, naming the bad guy the professor when there are a bunch of other professors might not have been the best okay, idea yeah. in the world. <laughs> that might get revised in the novel. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yes, he's the he's the one that Mike got drunk with worked for him. All those got guys it. showed okay. up again. They okay. they not all of them were killed upon that mountain. Uh, Dormac, the uh, the prince's right hand man, turns out was um, somewhat of a double agent and is a member of the Light of the Aurora, the the secret order that still believes in the uh, Death Dragon Didridon, the namesake of the kingdom. And whether that is real, we will see. So you are all now about to enter. You you cross the threshold into this mysterious cave. Don't forget about the fucking James Bond sequence we had on Snow. The James Bond sequence, <laughs> yes, was oh, yes, yeah. your escape. Uh, Zavis driving the snowcat, Fletch with his motorcycle uh, antics. <laughs> antics? Uh, I impaled someone on a fork. Yes, <laughs> and the fork being used um, once again to impale. This is how many, I think you're up to six or seven impalements in the last like four sessions. <laughs> <laughs> It's a long, sharp object. What else are you going to do with it? That is fair. So, when you cross the threshold of this cave, we're, we're in it now. At first, all you see is an endless black void, totally devoid of light, just emptiness. It's so deep and so dark, light, no light penetrates it. Your dark vision does not function. It is a true kind of darkness, but you feel the depth of it. And the enormity of it affects all of you. Reminds me of your mom. <laughs> oh my god. I love how often to get around me and Fletch having dark vision, you have to be like, yours doesn't work here. It's dark. <laughs> it doesn't work. Uh, I know. I have, it has been, no, no, no. It doesn't work. <laughs> uh, but the enormity of it affects all of you except for Spaghetti Clown. Spaghetti Clown is not oh what the fuck impacted by this well see pasta expands as you cook it so i'm used <laughs> to filling up space <laughs> mm. get a little of that pasta expands as you cook it a little it bit yeah yeah a little bit yeah you know so i expand a little bit i take up more space what you got a problem with that uh no i don't <laughs> Right. Out. <laughs> you looked at me like you needed to roll <laughs> roll for having a problem with that <laughs> I'm uh, so sorry that I slipped into like Sylvester Stallone for a minute there. Yeah, you expand. Who's uh, with us? What uh, set set the person scene? Because yes, like it, we had the fight. You had the fight. There was a big confrontation. Yes, some of Cedric's guards and his cult members are still around. Not all of them were impaled upon the fork, although you definitely made a dent. Cedric is there. He had ridden up on the dragon that uh, he was trying to use for experiments um, that he had bewitched with necromancy. Um, it was dead when it arrived. Yucky. But that's not the mama dragon, ruby red dragon. No, that was part of a vision. So he literally pulled a night king. Yeah, kind of. Okay. Yes. I, I need... I do have a question now. Yes. I have... I remembered a question that I have. Okay. Uh, I wrote in my notes... Ruby Red Dragon bigger than a city. Yes. That was from a vision that Zabbis saw. Zabbis was curious, as were the rest of you, as to what was behind this door. Zabbis was possessed by Marta and used oh, Marta. Yeah. Oh, and it flew. Projected 
over Marta out through the door, and then Zabbis saw a vision of a immense battlefield, a very open, like rolling wheat fields type field, where there were two opposing armies, and over the the collecting camps flew an enormous ruby red dragon. And then Marta didn't come back. Marta did not. Yeah, come Marta's back. just stuck in there. Marta's stuck in like a VR experience. <laughs> And we opened the door, and Marta was not on the other side of the door. Okay. No. Marta was not immediately there. However, it's interesting that you bring that particular detail back up, because as you start to step forward into the cave, you're kind of corralled in by all of the bad guys behind you. It is is a... Also very James Bond-like in that it's now we're all in this together, you know, like we all have to get to the next part Mm -hmm. and you're kind of being used as like you go first in case there are traps, you know. Um, So So the vibes are bad. The vibes are bad. The the vibes are definitely bad. (laughs) Okay. You get a bad vibe from the cave, from its Uh enormity and vastness. Except for me. I can't see. You can't see, but you feel it. You can feel how deep it is. Mm. And you can probably hear, and you have, the, you have a sense of the vastness, and you feel almost a weight of it. It's um, off-putting, to say the least. Uh, and then behind you, you have all of these bad guys. You have Cedric and his, uh, his cronies, and then behind him, you have the dragon. The dragon is not following you in. The dragon is staying outside kind of blocking your exit. Big dragon. Not the biggest dragon you've seen, by any means. But very, very big. This is an, a full adult dragon. And very imposing and nasty looking. Still kind of bleeding from wounds that it suffered. Uh, and the dead, enchanted uh, look in its eyes. So, you have no choice but to continue forward. And as you do, the light from behind you, the opening... Uh, that leads back out into the uh, the snowbank beyond starts to collapse like a like a pinhole transition effect. Um, it starts Ooh. to pinhole in. Uh, it doesn't close. It's not a door closing. It's not. It's not the shape of the door that opened. It is a very clear like this is narrowing down like an aperture is closing. Yeah. As you step forward, once every member of your makeshift. Exploration party. And that Dormac's with us, too. Dormac is with you, yes. Dormac is being treated as you are, where you're not... You have your weapons and things. You could turn and fight, but you're kind of captive a little bit, Mm -hmm. you know? In the big spooky black cave. Yes. Don't know how much I want to take swings in here. The light is closing, and once everybody crosses the threshold, that final little bit of pinhole aperture closes and you are encased completely in darkness. That we can't see it. You can, Zabbis. Me? Wait, oh. can Mike? No. Or Fletch? Oh, you see, You see... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Zabbis, why are you laughing? <laughs> I can't even you see, see where you are. You uh, see the outline of, uh, like, crest of a hill like you're seeing kind of like shapes it's almost dark visiony where you can see that like in front of you not far away uh or not particularly far away there is like the crest of a hill Mm -hmm. and you can you can see some change in you know 
there are objects that are closer, there is something that is further away. You you have this sense that there is land that dips into a lower elevation ahead of you. Um, so you can kind of see. Okay. Yeah. Um, but nobody else can. And you can't see anybody else around you. And you have, you're almost, it's almost sensory de- deprivation tank, except you just have that vague physical sense of that there, where things are next to you. Uh, Spaghetti Clown. Yep. Uh, this place is lit the fuck up. Whoa, oh. this place is lit. There are tubes everywhere. Spaghetti looking tubes? Spaghetti looking tubes. Whoa. <laughs> Are they expanding? Wait, actually? Yes, like, they are. Made of spaghetti. <laughs> They're very noodle-like. <laughs> uh, and they are all around the ceiling and kind of underneath the floor as if you're on a transparent floor, like a glass floor. And they look almost like... Discovery Zone? Kind of. <laughs> like <laughs> Going, Dizzy, Discovery <laughs> Zone. They they kind of light up. There's like there's something moving through them. They are they they are not pasta colored. Um, they're more greens and blues. What's uh, moving through them? Light. Okay. When Spaghetti Clown says that this place is this lit, this place is lit. Uh, Margarine, who has been side by side with Dormac this whole time, mm-hmm. I think she grabs onto Dormac's hand with her right, and then also reaches towards like tries to find Spaghetti Clown and grab onto his pants. With her left. Because she can't see anything. Right, right, right. Roll roll perception. Ooh. Dice roll. 18 plus 1 is a 19. Yeah, 19 you can find Spaghetti Clown's uh, big poofy pants. Hi, yeah. it's me. Oh, okay. You yeah, can I see. see. <laughs> All right, you're the leader, and I'm just going to be here. Thank you. What this else place do I see? sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can also see that the kind of path and the dip that Zabbos sees, uh, but you see it a different way. There is a particular light that is kind of floating there that is like stopped in this stream noodle-like dimmer light. Light tube. Light noodle. I see a light noodle. No one else sees this light? <laughs> what? You saw, no. you saw something? You see a light noodle? Describe it in detail for the record keepers. No, I don't don't think I will. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Who has secret rings? Wait, yeah. Who has secret rings? I forget who doesn't have question. I think me and Flash. We need to get another one so we don't have to constantly figure out who Or we could just keep fucking track of it like our audience probably does. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Fletch have secret rings. Zabbos, I think, I think, has the other one. I have the, yeah, at some, at one point I got one. Because there was one. a trade-off. Yeah, because there was a split-up. Secret rings. Okay, it, it's very dark in here. I can kind of see some stuff. It sounds like Spaghetti Clown can, like, actually see stuff. Like, I believe him. But what if we just all pretend we see stuff and just make some shit up? Oh, I love and, this. And, like, you know? Yes. Like, act like, oh, we can all see, especially you, Marjorie, because you have, like, special blood. Like, you could make up whatever, and they would probably believe you. I don't know. I don't have any other, like, idea of where that goes after that, but I kind of right. just want to fuck with them. Not secret rings. There's holes all over the ground. <laughs> there you go. There's holes everywhere. Wait, Look no, at there- the- There's holes. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Right for the holes. <laughs> oh, you guys see those holes, too? <laughs> I feel one. Oh, we feel a big old hole over here. Yeah, oh, I think I 
Where where are these holes? Describe these holes. They're, ev- the, they're everywhere, yeah, they're man. Every, they're holes. Wait, do what do you want to describe? Like when you throw a pencil at a ceiling a lot because you're bored. And then there's holes there, but they're kind of unpredictable. There isn't like a clear pattern because you're not really good at aiming your pencil at the ceiling, but it's just kind of the general area of like the tile. Uh, Someone else described the holes. I think I heard a werewolf coming out of one of the holes. <laughs> so don't fall in because you'll get probably eaten. Um, like here, okay, I, I'm gonna like throw something down one, and we'll see how deep it is. I just fucking, I just pretend I'm, he can't see me. I just pretend I'm throwing something, and like, oh wow, no, yeah, you can't hear anything. I didn't hear oh anything. wow, that thing is it's still really going. Deep. I guess. Scribe, take down that there are holes that seem endless and vast. The vastness of this place is astounding. I like that we're doing this to him again. Because we did this where he like fell into like, was it like the lava? Mm. There were like the holes too. The the floor collapsed. Like that yes. was actual for real. But still. Hey, Scribe, also write down there the werewolves. <laughs> I, do you <laughs> hear... Do you hear what? I don't hear these. We- I, I can hear you speaking, but I don't hear these werewolves. Well, I have keen ears, unlike you. So I'm just, hey, listen, I'm just looking out for everybody's uh, safety here, all right? In theory, that you, you, just, you just hear a pen scratch. <laughs> uh, secret rings. What if we use the bracelet of light to light up this place and blind everybody? Like we could, <laughs> we could like close our eyes and. Fletch, I just told him that there's a bunch of holes in the ground. Yeah, but there, if, if we say like, oh shit, what's that? And then light the place up, they're all going to get blind. No, Th- it's so dark. They won't go blind, they'll just be able to see. Okay, uh, so I guess we, we well, won't we try that. We should just keep then. moving I forward. I can't press the digitation and make it sound like there's maybe like a creature coming from like a hole in the ground. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's a tragedy that no one saw my face. Yeah, yeah, that, was, that was insane. I covered it up. Yeah. I covered my face because it was a part horrifying. Of it. <laughs> that was good. Mike that was like some like Frank Mike. Welker like uh, animal sound effects. Absolutely do not want to see what Mike just did if you look down a hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right now. The outsiders are telling the truth. Scribe, make note. Yeah, I think since we can see and and you guys can't, you should probably just stay there while we go forward. Because uh, I don't want you falling in these holes. You'll it, it, best case scenario, you you twist your ankle. Worst case, you just keep falling forever. That thing eats you, or that thing gets you. And the smaller you are, the more delicious you taste. So, looking at Is you, that Cedric. True? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's what's stopping us from moving forward? Nothing. All right, cool. Just gonna say that and wait because I can't see. I start moving forward. Nice. He picked up on my hint. <laughs> Do we know why they brought us in here? I forget. They needed Marjorie to open the door. Okay, but they they do not know what is in here. Nope. It's just a mystery. Can okay. I can I go around since I can see and can I like go around and touch everybody like pat them so that they know to kind of grab onto my clown clothes and and I can lead them? Yes. Okay. I do that. Zabus, when spaghetti clown touches you, you can see like the outline of the hand. Oh. <laughs> like just I can just like see his hand. Yeah, like it's like as he's pulling away, you can see like the oh, outline weird. of it and then it kind of fades away. Oh, like the system of a down cover. <laughs> Oh, hey, Spaghetti Clown, it, can you just give us 
like a long piece of spaghetti and we can all hold on to it. Oh, and that way we can all. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. We'll use yeah. the spaghetti as a rope. Yeah, always have rope. <laughs> oh, but yeah, but we also always, always have, spaghetti, have spaghetti, so <laughs> we can eat it after we'll we're do done. That. Yeah, Eel. I do that. Okay, you guys have made yourselves a, to a toddler uh, chain. A toddler chain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that ex- is exactly what I was chain. imagining. Like when you see kids on a field trip. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. You are all bound by spaghetti now. Where do you go? Uh, I, I don't know. Like, what's in front of me? All I know is that there are tubes on the ceiling and in the floor. Tubes below on the us. ceiling, tubes in the floor. The curves up and then tips down. And when it tips down, there's a light that's kind of like caught there. You can see that it's like stuck. These other tubes all have lights moving through them um, at various speeds and, you know, um, brightness levels. But this one is just kind of stuck there. I guess, yeah, we had there. Okay. Uh, stuck light. Sabas, as you get closer to this light, uh, your vision starts to change and you start to see, uh, it's like you're looking into sunlight. Like it's like bright sun is coming over a hill. Oh, does it hurt? No, but it's definitely it's like you know you probably put a hand up kind of thing. You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I keep walking towards that. You keep walking towards that, and as you get closer, and as your eyes adjust to the light, you're no longer in the cave. You are on uh, that field. Oh that no! Marta saw like what? Even though I was still holding on to like the spaghetti, like I the spaghetti is still attached to you. Everybody else is now getting kind of pulled into this. You, Marjorie, you, Fletch, now see bright light, the same kind of thing. Like there's sunlight coming over a, a hill, and your eyes adjust, and you see this field stretch before you. This open field with these military camps. Um, spaghetti clown. Mm-hmm. Uh, your vision flashes red, and then you are there as well. Um, but you can still see the tubes and the lights. And what you see is, uh, as the battle is raging, not far from you guys, these lights start to float up from the battlefield. A bunch of these different lights and they start to join these tubes that are harder to see in the bright sunlight but you can still see them floating through the sky and these lights float up and they join the tubes and they float away are these souls oh god we're in like a soul harvesting factory the rest of you see that you have uh seemingly joined a very intense battle it is raging between two uh, warring factions, one of which you recognize to be the black and white uniforms of Talon, the Talon Empire, although they are very old, very uh, archaic in their style, um, very outdated. Um, but uh, roll history, somebody. I'm not seeing this. You are. Okay. But you're also seeing everything else. Okay. It does not make sense that I would know anything about this. But I did roll a 21. Whisper in my ear. And then I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> it does not make sense. I yeah, think I, you would have to have a harder roll. Like a harder yeah, DC I, to be like, how would Marjorie know this? In this moment, I'm Marjorie. And Marjorie's trying to figure out if this is a vision or if this is real. This so is she's real, like reaching right? out to touch stuff. When you reach out to touch stuff, Marjorie, uh, you get a sense that you are a lot taller than you should be. What? And you see that you have a gloved hand like a gauntleted hand i take it off 
You have a human hand. How old is it? Twenties. Whoa. Yeah. Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Hey everybody, Russell here. Thanks so much for listening to episode 172 of D&D&D. And thank you so much to everybody who submitted to and listened to our Anniversary Stories episode. Uh, it really was incredible. I talked about it a little bit at the beginning of this session. Uh, still feeling a lot of feelings about it. Uh, so thank you so much to everybody who participated in that. On either side of it, submitting for it, listening to it, listening to the show, you're still part of it. Everybody who's been a part of the last five years, thank you so much. Really excited to get into the next part now that we are in the back half of season five, back half of the year. So we are moving forward and very excited for it. Thanks for your patience last week. Took a little uh, vacation, uh, was very needed and very uh, reinvigorating. It was uh, a, a good trip. Went up to Seattle, saw the uh, Pop Culture Museum, went to the Fantasy Exhibit. It was really a great exhibit up there if you're ever in the Seattle area and have a chance to visit that museum. Big recommend. Uh, the Fantasy Exhibit was uh, a, a really affecting for me, and I really enjoyed seeing a lot of stuff on display there. Some D&D stuff, uh, a lot of Lord of the Rings stuff, all kinds of great things all across all throughout the museum uh, incredible pop culture things across the entire pop culture spectrum so a uh, big recommend for that museum if you're in the Seattle area and Seattle in general it was a lovely city uh shout out to all our pacific northwest listeners beautiful area of the country so thanks uh for that and for listening to this week's episode we will be back next week with the next part of this one and then we will continue on through the rest of the year Uh, Patrons, you'll be getting a recipe card for the spaghetti dinner that we had for this session that everybody uh, was so excited for as we were playing and uh, smelling it cook. Uh, It was very, very good. And then t-shirts will be coming as soon as Beth can finish those designs. There are a couple that are owed for the beginning of the year, and we'll get two more out for the end of the year. So all four t-shirts for 2023 are coming. Um... We will get those to patrons as soon as the designs are available. Thanks again to everybody who supports us at patreon.com slash dndndpod. Beth and Mike are going to be at San Diego Comic-Con July 19th through the 23rd or July 20th through the 23rd, whatever the actual dates of the con are. Uh, And James and Chelsea are going to be at Midsummer Scream uh, July 28th through the 30th. And then Beth is going to be at OtakaCon the first weekend of August, the 4th, 5th, and 6th. So be sure to check them out at those cons if you are attending or attend those cons if you want to see them. You probably can't get Comic-Con tickets at this point. Um, But if you are going to be in San Diego, be sure to say hi to Beth and Mike. Uh, Always get a kick out of D&D&D listeners who stop by the booth. So go say hi. That's it for me for this one. Just a couple of ads and then we'll get you right back to it. Thanks, everybody. Do what's fun. Well, oh. oh, wow. Oh, my voice. Oh. Mardrin. <laughs> I take off what? my helmet. Yeah, you what's have my a hair, helmet. What's my hair look like? It's gorgeous. Wait, oh. do we all look weird? You're all humans. Ew. Do we t- Oh. <laughs> what about spaghetti clown? Spaghetti clown is spaghetti clown. Oh. Whoa. Yo. What?
Wait, oh wait, you're still spaghetti clone? Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Wow, you're all so short now. Oh, I want, I'm, I want to do things in this body. And I, I run. I, I run <laughs> with, what, like right into no, that. No, no, don't do that. I just want to run on the field because I, my hips don't hurt. <laughs> uh, you run your long legs. I let go of the noodle. You let go mm -hmm. of the noodle. You uh -oh. run. Uh, a sword belt slaps against your side as you run. Um, you feel the weight of it against you. You're wearing. I'm wearing the sword belt that slapped against my side. Yes, you are. Nobody was like, "Get back in line, Mister," and no. slapped me with their sword. Belt. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, no, no. You're wearing it. It's a sword and a scabbard, and, and uh, you are wearing it. You're wearing uh, chainmail. You have the uh, heraldry of Talon uh, over that mail, uh, and you are realizing that in the present moment you seem to be a talon soldier i run back okay. i tell them that you see that they also are dressed the same uh they have similar kind of weapons fletch the the person that fletch is now uh a young man has an axe instead of a sword but otherwise similarly outfitted zabbis uh also uh, a young man uh a little bit prettier than Fletch, um, it seems that some of those kind of attributes carried over. Fletch is a little bit rougher looking, but also beefier and stronger looking. Spaghetti Clown, I have bad news for you. You're still ugly. <laughs> hey, I'm still myself. All right? And you stand and out like a sore thumb. We're all black and white. You're red like blood. What? No, I'm... You're covered in sauce. Oh, yeah. <laughs> your your what your white and purple uni um, clown suit has been stained. <laughs> Does anyone notice us in this vision that we're seeing? Uh, people are primarily focused on the battle that is happening. Um, <laughs> people oh. are just focused <laughs> on not dying. Yeah, a lot of people seem to be focused on dying as well, um, or that is the result of maybe not being focused on the battle. Well, it seems that maybe our reality changed. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, uh, spaghetti clown, won't you poke me? Yeah, with my fork or what? Yeah, I don't know, just poke me. <laughs> I'm, I'm poking this weirdo. Do I feel it? You feel it, yes. Oh, I feel it! Yep. Wait, so... This is real, but it's not real. But it's... R real. Yes. So can we die then? <laughs> Why are we all British? <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be talent, I guess. I didn't mean to be British. Um, I, I, I don't know what I thought was going to happen in this mountaintop cave, but it certainly was not this. Why are we here? I, I turn to see if maybe Cedric, can I still see the yeah. folks that we left? Nope. And there's no sort of, like, doorway to darkness behind us? Nope. You look behind you from the direction that you came, and you see a uh, tent. Hey, Cedric, can you, can you still hear us? Did you fall in a hole? Did you <laughs> fall in one of the holes? You stupid fucking idiot! <laughs> oh, nice, dude. You wait for a response, and after a moment, you hear a, a enormous, deep, bellowing roar from above. Oh, no. That's not good. So, wait, okay... So I've seen this scene before as Zappis. Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah. you have. This is familiar to you. So this I've, is what you saw as Marta. Yeah, I've been here before. Because I... How old are you? No, no, no. Like, we... <laughs> I sent... Because, well, I sent Marta through this through door. Through the door. And this is what she this saw. This is what was in here. 
do I see Marta? Uh, roll perception. Uh, 24. 24, yes. You look into the fray, into the battle, and you see uh, Marta fighting, fighting for her life against... Does she look like a person? She looks like a person. Weird. She has She's legs. not see-through. She's not see-through. She has, uh, like, long, wispy hair. Uh, she has, you know, all of her regular human features. Um, and she's fighting, and she's fighting intensely. And she has that giant two-handed uh, greatsword that she is fighting with. And she's swinging it around. And you now can see Marta pretty strong person. You know, she's fighting with this big-ass sword. And she's fighting off probably three attackers at once right now. There's other, uh, other fighting happening around her. Um, she just, like, cleaves a guy in half. Oh, my oh. God. I feel... Uh, blood sprays on her. She's screaming. Everybody's screaming. <laughs> There's all kinds of nasty stuff happening. It is, it is a, a big-time, old-school, medieval battle. And Spaghetti Clown, after uh, the, you follow Zabbos' gaze and sees uh, Marta cleave the guy in half, uh, and you watch this light load up from the opening between mm -hmm. the two halves oh. <laughs> and up and join the tubes that are still did you guys see that you did not we don't see that i'm Yo. just looking at my muscles did you guys did you guys see marta fucking cleave that guy in half i'm just thinking about how like i've been keeping this like woman in like a staff who could Definitely kill me. <laughs> you know, and it just makes me feel weird. Do nobody see that? Nobody's paying attention to what's going on over here? Why are you yelling? Because we're on a battlefield. It's fucking loud. Wait, so did we time travel? <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Uh, I don't know what you guys are seeing. I'm seeing lights. A.K.A. souls, question mark. Leaving peoples as they dies. They goes up to the skies. There's tubes up there. That makes sense, because we're in this, like, I, I'm, sometimes I'm British and sometimes I'm not. This is fascinating. <laughs> we're in this death dragon dungeon. Mm -hmm. And so maybe, maybe something siphoning those souls off. Could it perhaps be the death dragon? But Dittoridon hasn't been seen in centuries. I'm just watching Marta slice people in half. Is no one else like <laughs> focused on that? Because that's like one of the more fucked up things I've ever seen. Well, that's, why don't we just go help Marta out and then we'll have a chat and see <laughs> what the deal is. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm sure she'll... Yeah. Spaghetti Cloud, yeah. what direction are the, whole, the lights going? Uh, up and then when they reach... Don't they reach tubes? They reach tubes. And then where do they go? Series. East, north, northeast, away from us, away oh. from you. So there is a direction that they're all leading. There is a direction. Can we go that way? Let's follow the souls. Let's follow the souls. Uh, okay. uh, Marjorie doesn't have a deep connection with Marta. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. So, like, we, it fully looks like we are in a different place. It doesn't look like a projection of like a field, but we can still tell we're in a cave. Nope. As far as you can, as far as you see and perceive. You are in a different place. Okay. Oh, wait, this sucks, because if we help Marta, then that would change the timeline, so we might- we, Oh, we yeah, because she- We shouldn't do anything, we should- Let her follow. get killed? I hate that. 
It's not but, great. Oh, we should follow the law. But it has implications. I don't even know. Like, can we interfere with what's going on? And I look over at... Yeah. yeah. Do I have any projectile weapons? We I should forget. see if they can even, like, see us or care. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's I trip have... one. And then Spaghetti Clown blows a guy's head off. I think I have a crossbow. <laughs> yeah, probably. Okay, I shoot it at uh, one of the soldiers. Who Who's Talon fighting? Uh, Talon is fighting a uh, horde of soldiers that look to be less well equipped. Equipped? Well, yes, that's not right. That's less well equipped. Yeah, less but equipped. That's bad. Yeah, they have worse equipment than Talon. It's it's more primitive. They're they do n- they don't have as nice of armor. Most of it is hide or leather at best. Oh, they're fighting underdogs. They are. They're squashing a rebellion. They, they're they're fighting something. Uh, Talon. Marta's seems, fighting for Talon. Marta's fighting for Talon, and they seem to be much more organized. They're fighting. Well, I ain't gonna. Ha- yeah, I ain't gonna pick a fucking loser. I shoot a crossbow at uh, one of the one of the one of the foes. Yeah, one of the Scots. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> there was a, a history joke. <laughs> and uh yeah if you've you, watched outlander then you know <laughs> then you know okay uh what was your role james oh i didn't 22 you shoot your crossbow uh and a bolt of lightning comes with it or the bolt becomes a lightning bolt lightning bolt it slams into this basically unarmored person um, and they jolt like a, like a bobbin in, in, in yeah, yeah. and, uh, drop their weapon. Um, the soldier that the talent soldier that was fighting this foe, uh, takes the opportunity to stab them and then they die and you see a light float up from them as the, uh, as some smoke comes up from the electrified corpse. Does the talent soldier look at where the lightning bolt came from? Uh, yes, he does. I wave at him. He doesn't wave back. He just kind of nods to the rest of you and then continue goes and turns and starts fighting again. It's because of my hair. <laughs> what things have you changed about history? <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, we can definitely interfere here. Uh, you might have just killed your, like, I don't know, relative of something. <laughs> I mean, didn't look like a clown, so I feel like I'm okay. oh yeah i don't mean to piss on all your fun ideas but i don't think that we can travel through time this feels like it feels just like a power source like like this war could be replayed over and over and over here and the souls feeding constantly trapped and then recycled and trapped some death maw so sh- what may- should we die and then go on the no, tubes fa- and then the we'll be re- Let's follow, follow the, the souls. souls. What if we get ourselves killed and we go up in the tubes? Well, that's what I just said. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That's that sounds like a big old gamble to me. <laughs> that sounds like some some pretty uh, heavy faith based stuff. That uh, if you guys want to try it, no, you know what? No, um, that's that's this person's body and mind taking over. <laughs> that's not what I would have do- thought to do because that's idiotic, obviously. So let's follow the source. Yeah. Yes. You look up and you follow the piping, like Ellie Sattler in Jurassic Park, and uh, you. <laughs> 
you kind of sidestep some of the battle. You have to weave your way through. Oh, excuse me. Oh. Pardon, pardon, pardon me. The other soldiers don't really interact with oh, you too much. Me. You occasionally have to, you know, step back as some fighting spills over in front of you. Um, but so far, you're you're kind of able to just kind of sneak around um, as if you're there, but you're not there. Has See, Marta noticed us? Marta has not noticed you. Marta continues her fight. Marta is making her way. She's kind of fighting her way alongside you. It seems almost as if her path is paralleling yours, at least to an extent. Um, she seems very skilled uh, and has held her own. Uh, she, you look ahead, Zabbis um, being more preoccupied with Marta than the rest of the team, um, to kind of see what her goal is or where she's heading. And you can see that the tubes are taking you in the same direction that she's trying to fight. And it looks as though she's trying to fight her way towards, uh, seems to be a commanding officer of sorts, a, uh, older, not older, but, you know, middle-aged blonde man, um, broad-shouldered. He has a, uh, one-handed sword, like a, a, a very nice, like, hand-and-a-half sword and a shield that he is fighting with. And he is just ripping through people. Uh, this guy is very, very good at fighting and killing. He is commanding uh, other talent soldiers who are, you know, coming to his side, forming up with him. They're launching their, you know, little counteroffensives as the uh, the enemies are trying to encircle them. They're clearly starting to get the upper hand uh, until there's another roar from above. What is that? And you look up, Margarine, and you see a shadow overtake your field of vision. And the sun is blocked out momentarily. And a shape, an enormous, enormous shape is coming towards you. And the shadow becomes red. The light reflected on you is red. Uh, it's gleaming down this ruby red uh, gem-toned color. And it's getting closer and closer. And you see... As your eyes adjust, the shape of a giant dragon getting Ooh. closer and closer to you. But as it does, it starts to transform. And by the time it reaches the ground, it steps onto the ground instead of landing with two humanoid feet and a huge, like, eight to ten foot tall humanoid dragon figure steps towards this guy, the leader that Marta was going to join to fight as a humanoid person. I think we've all stopped to just watch in <laughs> awe. This dragon figure in brilliant ruby plate mail and like a headdress, like they, they, they're not necessarily, they have some reptilian features still, but it's hard to tell what's armor and what's person. Big like claw hands that pull from his back a huge sword. Fletch, roll history with Does advantage. Does it have a human face or does it have like a lizard muzzle? The face is kind of hidden behind a huge ruby helm. Oh. 19. The sword that it draws is Eagle Strike. Oh shit, that's Eagle Strike! Oh! <laughs> it, it is! A cool boy, mate, it's Eagle Strike! <laughs> <laughs> it's larger than you know it, but there is no mistaking that golden blade. And this figure steps forward to square up against the uh, Talon commander who, Margarine, roll history. Oh, 18. 
Now that you are looking at this guy, he shares some features with Percival Stokeworth. The, the blonde commander. From, yeah, from, uh, t- from Raven's Crest, yeah. No way. He's not that, he's not him. Yeah. But he looks like him a little bit. No it, way. Way. Huh? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Okay. And you watch as uh, the two start to cross swords. And Wait, the- Marta and this Mm-mm. guy? No, no the commander and or not the dragon guy. Beefy, oh. be- beefy Link and, <laughs> and uh, Scarlet Dragon. Yeah. They start to fight. Wait, is this the commander that Marta was making her yeah. way to? Mm-hmm. Okay. What was Marta doing? Marta is uh, joining the fight. She is also starting to fight this guy, as are some other talent soldiers. Oh, Marta was trying to make her way to the commander to, to join him. Yes. Oh, I thought yeah, she was yeah. like making her way there to fight him. No, no, no. Oh, she okay, was making. Okay. She was there going was to help. Yeah. So they all start fighting this dragon guy, and the dragon guy is easily holding his own. He swipes away without even thinking about it. A couple talent soldiers, uh, f- f- uh, spaghetti clown, and you see their lights float up to join the tubes. Uh, right, join me, Stoneworth. <laughs> Stokeworth had Eagle Strike. He, he owned Eagle Strike. He did. All right, guys, let's find a little berm and tuck down beneath it, behind it, and watch what happens here. Because this, I'm on your side. It's history now. Oh, you don't want to? I just want to see what happens. I just want to see what happens. Yeah. I mean, we're all going to watch Marta get slain. Oh. But That's we... most likely what's going to happen. I, I, wasn't, sorry, I wasn't looking at her. Um... <laughs> I'm more interested what? in what the men are doing. <laughs> I don't even know her. <laughs> Sorry to Sorry. this woman. <laughs> the fight is crazy. The acrobatics on display are quite impressive. The strength with which uh, the dragon man is swinging the sword and raining down blows is also incredible. Uh, streaks of fire follow Eagle Strike as it slashes through the air and sparks erupt when it makes contact with the swords of the Talon soldiers. Uh, Several more are easily killed. I I just can't sit here. I I feel like the the way that that history play out would be, what if we helped and that's how we got Eagle Strike to the blonde guy? But then... It's contradictory, because then if Marta doesn't die... I guess then we have to kill her? Oh my god! No, no, obviously that would... What am I saying? I run! D&D and D is a More Park Media podcast and a Spotify preferred partner. Written and edited by me, James Gressel. D&D and D is performed by James A. Janice, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Radloff, and Mike Sagan.